Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was supposed to do an intro. Wow. Hello. Join Erica Busserhaney, international psychic medium and host of Whispers from the Heart Radio. Listen as she interviews some of the best psychics, mediums, holistic practitioners, authors, speakers, and paranormal experts in the country. Radio for your heart, mind, and spirit. Sundays at 9 p.m. CST at Listen Live at ColdCasePsychic.com. Okay, hello everybody. We have the, I think, entire team on the phone, unless I've missed somebody. Uh, That whole team consists of, I'll let them introduce themselves. This is Sean from Live and Let Live. Next. Valerie, crime expert of the team. Hey, this is Brian Lee Watley, uh, lead criminal investigator. Next. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, it's Don Hope. I'm the case manager. Hey, it's Sabrina Hill. I'm the uh, metaphysical expert. Okay, and I don't know, is Reebok coming? He said he was. Uh, he said he was. Okay. Um, tell him to send me a message if if he um, – we do have a chat room, too, so guys, feel free to jump in the chat room and leave messages and talk to us. Um, so I am going to just uh, – this show is about just introduction to the team, and um, I think I'll do a format of how, how we can talk so we all get a chance. I'll introduce everybody. So <clears throat> let me introduce Richard, who is our lead investigator. Richard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Richard, lead investigator. Um, I've been in the paranormal field for 20-plus years. Um, Just love doing paranormal investigating, and I love hanging out with my team, which I haven't got to lately, and it's driving me crazy. (laughs) And just a reminder for anybody who might be listening, uh, the number to call in is 914 205-5698. Again, that's 914-205-5698. We do have a lot of callers on the line that want to talk to us, so we'll be getting to you shortly. But we're going to go with our next person. Uh, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm a lead paranormal investigator for the team. Um, some other teams. My person said the south out of Mobile, Alabama, and that's what make this team so great is we're all specialists in our own field. And I think it really helps resonate everybody. But our specialty, I really love technology, and I try to build a whole lot of stuff, and so I have a whole lot of new stuff coming together. And the corona stuff gets out of the way. So I'm excited to get back out there. We've got somebody on the line heavy breathing. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? All right, so next we're going to let uh, Sabrina introduce herself. <laughs> Tell us about you. 
Oh, hey. Um, I'm Sabrina, the metaphysical expert on the team. Um, you know, I'm just your average uh, suburban uh, housewife witch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sabrina the witch, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, a little bit of a uh, dabble in a little bit of this and that. Um, you know, try to keep the team protected and... Uh, of course, I enjoy going on hunts regardless, and um, I miss it so badly. Can't wait to get back out there. But, um, you know, like I said, just your your everyday old uh, sort of psychic witch. <laughs> <laughs> Very psychic witch. Okay, and then keeping it mystical, let's introduce uh, Sal. Tell us about you. Yes, hello everybody out there. This is Sal, the founder of Live and Let Live Metaphysical Store in Pensacola. I've been in the spiritual business since day one of life. And uh, I also am uh, developing a new uh, way of contacting a ghost in general through an energy grid that I've been working on. I can't wait to uh, get that going as soon as the team gets back out there. I'd like to introduce that into our investigations, and it's just groovy working with everybody on the team. They're all great people. Amen to that. All right, Dawn, we call her Paranormal Barbie, and everybody knows why (laughs) if they've seen her before. Um, Go ahead, Dawn, tell us about you. Uh, Well, I'm Dawn, and I am the case manager of the team. Um, I've just always been drawn to the spiritual world, doing a little of this and a little of that my whole life. I've uh, been a part of this team for about a, a year, and I love it. I love investigating with everybody, and we've all become great friends, and can't wait to get back into it. I, I hear that. All right, and so we also now are going to introduce our technical person. He's the guy who helps us keep all the audio, video stuff going. Welcome, Reebok. What's happening, everybody? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about you. Tell us about you, Reebok. I'm just the crazy guy that listens to everything and looks at everything and goes, is that what I really think I heard? Nothing big. Nothing major. I'm just ready to get back investigating. All right. Okay, and so uh, another wonderful guy that we're going to bring on and let him tell us about himself is going to be uh, Gregory. Uh, tell us about you, um, what you do for the team. Oh, thanks, Eric. I, uh, I guess uh, I handle the odd, the odd things, the, the things that don't fit in any other category, like when uh, – when somebody feels something that, that's not quite right. For example, themselves, when they don't feel quite right. Uh, one of my skills is, as a medical Reiki master is I'll work on them, and uh, I'll, you know, try to help make them feel better, like, like uh, that night on the cliffs when we were all cold and uh, just a little bit on the frightened side, so, and just things were happening all around us. And uh, I was able to help people ground, and feel better, and uh, that's that's kind of one of the things that I do when I'm not dealing with aliens and UFOs. 
aliens and UFO, um, mentioning that it was recently a very special day in the world of UFO and aliens. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. Uh, on July 2nd, it was World UFO Day, and uh, it was pretty exciting for me because uh, I was one of the folks that originally started nationwide uh, UFO watches, sky watches, uh, back when I was with MUFON. And nowadays, uh, every July 4th, which was just last night, uh, we do a UFO sky watch while everybody else is looking for fireworks. We're looking for the aliens that like to watch fireworks. And uh, believe it or not, sightings always go way up around uh, the 4th of July. All right. And not to forget the lady who's going to keep me out of jail, our crime expert, uh, Valerie, who has many talents. One day we're going to get her to sing for the team, but that's neither here nor there. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Valerie. (laughs) I'm Valerie, the crime expert of the team. Um, I haven't been in the paranormal investigation world uh, very long, but I've always been interested and joined the team. So this is kind of like a um, um, lifelong dream, I guess, now, since I've been so interested for so long and now I'm on a team. Uh, I have about 11, 12 um Years of experience in criminal justice um, over uh, several different jurisdictions and uh, two states. Um, ready to get back out there with everybody. Really miss it. Uh, I'm usually the person who is um, looking around the scene, seeing what um, human stuff shouldn't be there. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we have we're we're doing tonight super scary Sunday, and so the team is coming out uh, on air to tell us everybody out in the audience about uh, an event uh, that, or actually a situation that we had um, during an investigation that was really super scary in the aftermath. And if you were able to see Curse Cliff the movie that we aired on uh, WJTC 44, then you will know what it's about. But if not, we're going to talk about it. But we have so many people on the phone lines right now that want to talk to the team. So I am just going to try to get to as many calls um, and share your stories, guys, if you've had, like, hauntings or if you've had uh, some people, we posted stuff about shadow people today, and, we, and you were encouraged to call in and tell us about your stories. We're going to go to the line and let the team kind of respond to. And if the team will just say, okay, um, this is Sabrina, and I'll respond to that question, that will be helpful, okay? All right. First caller, 8394, you are live with SecondSightParanormal.com. Thanks for taking Hi. my call. Oh, it's our pleasure. How can we help you today? It's Michelle. I'm calling from Canada. I'm just kind of curious what um, you pick up on love for me coming. Please and thank you. Oh, okay. So tonight we're not doing psychic readings. Uh, We're talking to a paranormal team about haunted ghost scary stuff. So have you had any experiences with any ghosts? I have. So... It seems everywhere I kind of live, there's always kind of noises in the house and stuff. So I've kind of heard that there's 
somebody followed my light home kind of thing. So I'm not sure maybe what you guys can pick up on that. Please and thank you. I honestly feel that you're very intuitive. Um, you know, Sabrina, you remind me of Sabrina for some reason. Do you have dark hair? I do, yep. Dark and light. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) That makes sense, doesn't it, Sabrina? (laughs) Um, I just feel like you're 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 definitely connected to spirit and there's a lot of land around you, so you're always necessarily bringing in uh, energy and um, you know, it feels like you've got good vibes around you, nothing negative. But um, I would definitely recommend every now and then maybe saging and doing the little Palo Santo in the environment. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. I'll let you to continue to hold and listen, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. Okay, back to the phone line, 6979. 69 is one of my favorite numbers, but 79, I'll think about it. Okay, hey, welcome to the show. Hi, this is Donna from California. How are you? I'm good, Donna. Um, How are you? Welcome. We've got Second Sight thanks. Paranormal on. Right. Um, yeah, um, I was walking on the beach once, and I saw three lines of people. There were like six in each line, and they were wearing old-fashioned clothing and all. But then as I got real close, it was like a mirage, and they just disappeared. But they were all there. <laughs> yeah. Richard, you want to talk about that for her? Because you've had some experience seeing mirages, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> Where was the beach? Was there any kind of historic um, significance? Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara, California, and there were high cliffs. There were cliffs there, too. Uh, I mean, it could have been, you know, something residual that had been there years ago, you know, from uh, uh, back in the, when the gold rush and all that stuff was all up in California. And, you know, uh-huh. I've seen... You know, even in Gettysburg, I've been to, you know, all over the place, and um, I've seen apparitions. Did they look kind of, uh, what did you say, kind of like an old-timey movie almost? Yeah, because the women had long dresses. Yeah, and, they're, yeah. and they didn't really have, like, color like you would see, like, a person. It would be, like, um, sort of uh, transparent. Like muted colors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if they were muted. Hmm. Well, um, and, and one of our team members uh, did a wonderful intro about cliffs and how deadly um, and they have such a, a bad history. That's why we actually named the episode Cursed Cliffs, because when you oh. um, are around cliffs, you find that there usually has a lot of death and you know, mayhem associated yep. with the loss of life. Um, and who knows uh, how many people have fallen from those cliffs. Um, so it just might have been, uh, like Richard said, a residual energy. Thanks for calling in, and we'll have you continue to listen, you. okay? Yeah, All right. Thank please. you, ma'am. Okay, we're going to go to another caller, 0188. You're live with dot com, the team of Second Sight. How can we help you? Oh, it's not really help I need. I just wanted to pitch in my uh my uh my uh contribution about uh, having, li- having lived in a very, 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 very haunted apartment at one time in my life. 
I've lived a lot. You give me goosebumps when you say that. It was was so very haunted in some of the worst of ways. And it was an old apartment in an old building, historic old building. And um, I lived there for eight, eight, nine, about three years, just about three years. And uh, I... I will never forget that place. I I just I can't believe I actually survived it. <laughs> I when I kind of look back on it now, but uh but uh without going into the whole history of that place, I will say I eventually left that place uh knowing that some places can never be healed. Like uh places of extreme traumas, uh like uh Battlefields, you know, places where are like um, the O.J. Simpson, um, his wife's home, you know, places like that where extreme trauma happens, they cannot be healed by sage or anything else. Some places just are forever traumatized, and that apartment is on that list of all the places I lived. It was unforgettable. It would make a great story if I ever wrote the story for like a, a haunted paranormal kind of magazine or something like that. You should. And <laughs> Go ahead, Sal. Yeah, I have a question. Did you ever yeah. physically like get hurt in, in the apartment? Like did you ever cut yourself or did a plate ever fall and, and cut your no. leg? Like did you no. ever get hurt there? No, nothing like that, Uh-oh. no. No. You, but you no. stayed there for three years, so I to, yeah. you must have been absorbing some of that, you know, of ghostly environment. Why did you stay there for so long? Uh, the circumstances of my life did not allow me to move. This was during the 2008, uh, 2000, that period when Obama got put into the presidency and the economy was so tanked and the circumstances of my life uh the circumstances of my life uh, at that particular time uh, in in alignment with much of the nation did not allow me to move. And it was, it was just, I had to just really try to bear it out until I could move. And once I moved, when I left that place, I, I threw salt, I, I did not turn around, I threw salt over my shoulder as I walked out of that place. I threw salt over my shoulder and, uh, until I got to my car. I did not even turn around. To look at that building. Oh, good luck, the good luck in your new uh, your new home, your new dwelling, and keep oh, yeah. that as a fast we'll like, get better. That was like that was like fifteen that was like fifteen apartments ago. I've moved yeah. about fifteen times since then, but I've never had a place. Oh, they may like be following one. you. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I I actually I actually went back up to that place on a trip recently, uh, last year to make peace with it, and uh, yeah. Which is a good, well, we good are, thing. We appreciate you calling um, and sharing yeah, our, sharing your story. Because a lot yeah. of times what, what you find is wow. that you sharing the story will sometimes help other people that's going through that to know that there is going to be some hope at the other end. Okay? Thanks the, for the calling. Hope, and we'll, the, hope is, the hope is moving. <laughs> that's <so> yeah. Cool. <laughs> All righty. Thank you for calling. Right. You be blessed, Thank okay? You're okay. okay, so, um, yeah, well, we're going to go back to the phone lines because we still have a lot of people that want to talk to Second Sight Paranormal. Okay, so next, 
we're going to go to, um, gosh, I'm trying to keep up with all this. Uh, we're going to go to 6845. Hey, welcome Hello. to the show. Hi, welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks Hello. for calling. Hello, yes, yes welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hi. Yeah. Have you had any paranormal experiences you want to share? Uh, I don't know if this would be considered a paranormal experience, but I have had, I have seen shadows. Well, um, two years back, it was a very quiet day, and I felt very quiet and at peace, and I walked through my living room and appeared uh, a man and a woman sitting on my sofa, shadow, holding hands, and um, and they got up, and they went to the door, and they were standing there holding hands, and I thought I was going crazy, and I looked, and eventually they just disappeared. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, let Sabrina take that, because I know she's had a lot of experiences with shadow people. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not crazy then. It's uh, it's real. <laughs> oh no, you're not crazy at all. No, okay. I've lived, we believe you. Uh, yes, I've lived in many houses that had, uh, you know, resident shadow people. Um, I never got an ominous feeling from them when they lived with me. They were very protective, but um, I've experienced negative shadow energy and, you know, and positive, mostly positive though. Uh, it's pretty common. Occurrence in paranormal world, so you're not crazy. They do exist. <laughs> okay. Thanks All for right. calling in and sharing your story. And um, if I, you do have okay, any problems no problem. like that, can I definitely can listen? Go ahead. Is it? Yeah, sure. Yes, we'll get you. Yes, ma'am. Right, we'll put you, you back on hold so you can love listen. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank let's you. get uh-huh. into the. Uh huh. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the actual show in reference. We're going to let our case manager, uh, Don, take it away and give us some history about the Cursed Cliffs episode. Oh, okay. So we started off at the at the chimney um, where there used to be an old mill that uh, was destroyed, uh, and some of the the guys were doing investigating there, so it was Richard and Reebok and Brian, and they got a bunch of stuff on the ghost box that was also talking about the cliff. So we went to the cliff. Um, we started off at the railroad track and got some, you know, a lot of a lot of words just popping out at us like hole and and woods and just different things and just kind of led us into the woods. And at this point, it was dark. So we go into the woods, and we're kind of lured up to, um, we kept hearing the word hole, and we got up to this hole, and it was just a really dark energy, and a lot of us didn't even want to go up to it, but but we did, because that's what we do. But we did, because <laughs> so we're ghost hunters. Because <laughs> that's what we do, and so it just, um, it, a lot of us got touched, and it felt like stuff was watching us all the time. At one point, I turned a flashlight behind me because I just kept turning around, looking behind me, feeling like something was there. But um, a lot of, it was very dark and scary, and just a lot of stuff happened. And every, everybody has um, has had experiences that was at that hole. <laughs> it was yeah, evil. Definitely. It was definitely evil. It was definitely evil. And we're going to talk about the aftermath, too. Um, about what happened after the investigation. We'll let Richard um, and different ones just kind of give their experiences because 
Um, you know, scenic highway is a predominant area that basically, you know, in the daytime we have a lot of people that go there and go to the beach and hang out and take photos and just do wonderful things. But at night, wow, the energy changes. Um, so we are not in no way telling you to go to Scenic Heights, the bluffs, at night and have the experience that we had. Um, and, and I give that to you not as a challenge, but really, I mean, there were some serious things that happened. We're going to go to the phone lines, 9313. You're holding. Thanks for calling. Hello? Hello? 9313? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> we tried. Okay, <clears throat> let me just. Uh... <laughs> it was a ghost. <laughs> it was a ghost. <laughs> okay, block caller, who's probably another ghost with one 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 one. Welcome to the show. Thank you for Hello? taking my call. Hey, how are you today? We're good. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing. Pretty well. Do you have any ghost stories you want to tell us or shadow figures that you've seen? Oh, you know what I have yet? Thank you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Okay. You know what? I pick up I pick up energy of people that passes that pass away. Sometimes I can okay. see them clearly. And mm-hmm. then sometimes um, I can just pick up the energy about, like, how they died and what's going on at the time, things they should have done but they didn't do. I picked that up a lot, and I was thinking of actually about doing a YouTube page maybe next year sometime just to bring okay. life, to bring healing to people that might um, know them or maybe family members. But, yeah, I, I pick up on it uh, uh, quite a bit. Okay, and and I I was telling somebody the other day and encouraging them, and pretty much I know everybody on the team uh, would feel the same way. The world needs more light workers. We need more people that are in the world to help, um, and 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 you know even promote intuition and self exploration and um, just the belief in the paranormal. So every little bit helps, and we would support you. Let us know when you get your, your uh, channel up and definitely add it on or send me a message on Facebook. I love to watch it. Um, and we encourage everybody out there, you know, tune into, tap into your psychic ability. Um, believe. We just want everybody to believe. Um, Valerie, we're going to yeah. let you tell us a little bit of the haunted legal history. Thank you, for caller, for joining the show, okay? Would you like to continue to Thank listen? You. Okay. Yeah. All right, Valerie, we're going to let you take it away and tell the audience maybe why some of that that death is at the Scenic Hills Bluffs location. Tell us a little bit about the crime history, our crime expert who died there, who was murdered. Um, so we uh, discovered that there was um, a uh, a train wreck that was there. I think two of them, as a matter of fact. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they were in the 70s. Am I right, guys? I'm I'm trying to recall it without actually having notes in front of me. Um, So, you have that. 
there was a young man who was walking along the train tracks, and for some reason, maybe he had on headphones, uh, he could not hear the train whistle, uh, trying to warn him to get out of the way. And he was, unfortunately, uh, hit by the train and passed away. Um, There is a case of a husband and father who was down at the bluff. I don't exactly remember um, what year it was, but um, he was beaten and killed for, I want to say it was like $13 in his pocket. There had been a group of teenagers who had been going to the bluffs every weekend and just picking a target and beating them up for beer money for the weekend. Um, uh, There was another case where a man took his cousin there and shot him in the back of the head. Um, They actually found that guy, I believe, in North Carolina is where they actually arrested the cousin. Um, there has just been a lot of death. I mean, yeah. when you look at the history of the location, Native Americans lived there at some point, and they were um, taken away from their land and taken, uh, you know, across to another area. So they were robbed of that land. So <clears throat> I'm sure uh, karma <laughs> has a lot to do with, uh, you know, some of the cursed cliffs of the bluffs, along with all the death um, that's unfortunately yeah. happened. So Very easy. Yeah, so. And it's not... We actually, we actually heard Native American <laughs> chanting over the ghost box when we were out there. Yeah, that's true, we did. Mm. Yeah, that was one okay, of cool. the biggest uh, impression, the, the, or made the biggest impact on me, at least, while, that evening hearing that the Native American voices coming out of the, the spirit box was surreal. Especially oh, yeah. when you were doing that cleansing of Richard and when it was happening. So we're going to take one more caller, and then we're going to talk more about the actual episode and our experiences. Okay, 9313, we're going to try you again. Welcome to the show. Hello. Someone calling from Alabama. Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess they're afraid. Who knows? All right. So let's talk about, um, you know, as a medium of the show, we were encouraged to go into the woods. Once we got into the woods, we noticed that there were shadow figures in different locations. And so we were able to kind of go to this one area, as Don mentioned, the hole. And during the whole, uh, we got a lot of EVP uh, type of, well, actually spirit box stuff. And I'll let Richard um, and then Brian kind of tell what happened after that. Go ahead, Richard. Tell yeah, us we, what happened to you. Well, we uh, when we were when we went into the woods, we had heard the hole over the spirit box, and so we were kind of looking around, and we found the hole. So I walked over to the edge of it, and we were standing there. We were asking questions, and then something grabbed my leg, and I could actually feel the fingers of a hand around the bottom of my leg. And then um, so I moved away, 
and then I was like, something grabbed my leg, and when we pulled up my, my pants leg, um, I had a handprint on my leg. Okay. And Brian, tell us what you kind of uh, experienced at that location, too. I know you had heard some really troubling things in the voice box as well. Yeah, the uh, the voice box um, was so interesting. As we started that that whole um, investigation up on that picnic table, um, we started hearing a voice come through that we've never heard before, and um, and then we started hearing other voices. Well, the voice we never heard before was, or the style of voice rather, uh, was very dark, um, very, uh, very gloomy kind of a thing, and it seemed like it was actually trying to control the spirit. The other spirits that were trying to come through. Um, so that was one of the first times I ever experienced something like that through the ghost box. And then as um, we went through that whole scenario there, not realizing on how important this was, um, how it played out the whole rest of the movie, or um, the shows and stuff like that, and everything else that, that followed afterwards. Um, that with the train tracks and um, going on through there and all the other things that are happening. And it was just... It's, I didn't realize it was going to be that important, and um, it was just—it was an amazing, it was an amazing investigation. So let's talk about uh, the land. I mean, you could feel it. How we were there at day, and it was okay. And then at night, the the land just the energy just changed to a very what I would call evil, low vibration. Um, you could feel yeah. it. I mean, it was just it, walking around. We were drawn to it, but we also were afraid of it. I mean, because it was it was intense. Um, Sabrina uh, cleansed the land. Um, tell us a little bit about the ritual that you did for the land. And you know, I love that you infused the Native American along with your own practices to honor their their land and respect you know their their presence there. Oh, absolutely. They had a very strong presence there. And when we encountered, as you said, the, when night fell, the energy changed. And we all felt it. It was palpable, the the change. And, um, and when we were called to the woods, uh, that dark voice, that evil energy, uh, was, it, was, it was frightening for all of us. And that Native American presence there, though, um, it was a very strong protective um, energy, and it it was only right to honor them. It was their it was their land, um, and uh, a lot of atrocities happened um, to their people there, um, and a lot of atrocities have happened to many people there since then. Uh, the land is it, those. Cliffs are cursed. The 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 earth is stained, and um, we honored them. I honored them. We did collectively uh, in that ritual, and and the night that whole night when we were there, um, our goal was to protect that land and cleanse it as well. So um, yeah. I think it was a, a good ending to the evening and um, a beginning to. It was just the beginning to healing it. Uh, as the caller said earlier, um, I, I think it takes a lot sometimes to get uh, to get a place 
pure again. Um, so we did a small part in that. It needs it again. <laughs> it needs more. It will forever. Um, but the Native American spirits that are there are doing a good job protecting it. Most definitely. And they protected us. And what I thought I was so drawn to, you know, was that they told us <laughs> not to go in the woods. I mean, they connected yep. to each and every one of us. And our spidey senses were like, don't go. But, of course, Richard, <laughs> he drug us all over there. <laughs> I don't listen I it's, very it's well. It's a paranormal daredevil. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't... <laughs> Evil Carol Knievel Richard. <laughs> I think yeah, it's I don't, just not very well. To go after when most people would when most people would turn away, we go toward it. Yeah. It's like we're the we're the police of the paranormal. We go to the danger. <laughs> so even when not welcome. That's right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let uh uh Greg, Glenn, our, our uh, UFO uh, expert, tell a little history about the, the, the cliffs being cursed across the, the world. And I love that in the show, how you kind of tied all of the different cliffs across the world in some yep. of the history of them being cursed. So we're going to put you on the spot and uh, just let people know that they need to be aware of that. Sometimes when they're looking at these beautiful heights and beautiful scenery, that stuff is beautiful, but sometimes it can be cursed. Tell us why. That's a fact. Uh, I can tell you that with uh, my experiences around the world uh, and have traveled literally around the world and experienced a lot of cliffs, especially near large bodies of water, yes, it looks beautiful there. But what people don't realize is it's also very turbulent, not just because of the winds, not just because of the currents, but because of the spirit energy. You've got you've got rock clashing with water. Those are those are very powerful spirits right there. And then you've got the people of those lands and you've got, you know, the people of those waters and who knows how many battles have been fought over cliffs. But the cliffs of Dover are one of the most famous. Uh they're in England and you know, wars have been fought by many, many different armies over the cliffs of Dover trying to attack. Let's think about D-Day for a minute and the attack on, you know, the beaches of Normandy where forces came ashore yep. and, and basically had to battle their way up to the cliffs that the Germans had placed gun emplacements and, and uh, up that, those embankments. And then the worst of all that I have seen personally was in Okinawa, which in my own opinion is – probably the most haunted place in the world and I've been to a lot of haunted places but Okinawa was known for the typhoon of steel because before we dropped the atom bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki to end World War II we decided we needed to take Okinawa away from the Japanese so we could stage an actual invasion of mainland Japan so entire fleets of American warships and planes assaulted Okinawa and bombarded and shot up Okinawa for months. And it was called the Typhoon of Steel. And a lot of innocent people died. And a lot of warriors died for both sides. And those spirits are still there today. Uh, and they haunt 
the entire island. Uh, there's there's places on bases, military bases, American military bases, that are off limits because of the the haunted spirits that that reside in those places. Yep. So to yep, most definitely. So to give you a little history about the the show Curse Cliffs, we went out to Scenic Highway, the Bluff, and the Chimney. We did an investigation. We interacted with what we would call pure evil, um, and. After the investigation was over, uh, Richard had been touched and the team uh, prayed on him and, uh, you know, our team members used uh, different things to help and protect us. But what happened after that is the aftermath. The aftermath, we're going to let each individual person, I'll start with me. Um, So I went home and I had like crazy bad shadow dreams of people chasing me and trying to kill me, obviously. Um, I'm still living, thank God. But the next morning when I went to go start my car to go to the beach, my battery was dead. I had left my keys in my car, which is something I never do all night long, with my car on, in in the on position. Um, And my battery was pretty much drained. So um, if it was just that, I'd like, okay, I can totally debunk. Erica was just not paying attention. But everyone on the team that was at the bluff the night of us encountering evil had a story to tell. Richard, tell your story. Mine, uh, mine, I, I we finished the investigation. We come home um, the next morning. I was uh, sitting in my bedroom, and I went to reach for my digital recorder because I was going to go listen to the audio from the investigation. I picked it up, and as I started sitting up, I heard a noise, and just as I looked up, the ceiling fan in my bedroom fell out of the ceiling. And luckily, I I looked up just in time to dodge it, and it was like... uh, Final destination going on in here. It was just flinging around because it was on high, so it's just hanging from the wire, just flinging around the bedroom. And I'm just wondering why my ghost story hasn't picked this up. I mean, you've got everybody on the team that's had an experience, okay? And I forgot even before we left, Don had an experience. Don, tell us what happened to you. Um, before we even left the bluffs, I forgot about that. Girl, tell us what happened. Yeah. So we were on the railroad track, and then we went to the woods. Um, but while we were on the railroad track, I had lost my keys. I didn't notice they were gone until we were in the woods. It was dark. I went back to try to find them. Couldn't find them. I got tapped on the head a couple of times, and um, I didn't realize it. Maybe something was trying to tell me I dropped my keys. I don't know. But anyway, so Sabrina and uh, took me home because I thought I had spare keys for my car, or, or spare house key where I could get my car keys, and um, the keys weren't there, so I couldn't get in the house to get my other keys. So Sabrina and I take a hammer, and we climb up the back of my house and break into the attic. I had to pull the door off. She held it open while I crawled in, and then I had to come in through the attic and get my keys to get my car. Um, so it was kind of a, a little fiasco, but we got it. Um, and then the next day I went out to the cliffs, and I actually walked the track, and I did find my keys, um, kind of where I was being touched on the back of the head. But after that, I had a headache for like three days. I couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't sleep um, until I used, you know, I took all kinds of pills, wouldn't go away until I kind of 
rubbed frankincense all over myself, and then it finally went away. But it was a little bit of bad luck. Yeah, and so, I mean, they're, they're like everybody literally on the team that night got something. So we're going to go down the list and basically go to Sabrina. Sabrina, what happened to you? Well, um, after the investigation, um, we went to have get a bite to eat. Um, we went to Steak and Shake, have a milkshake. Um, and while I was there... Um, I went to the restroom, and there were shadow figures in the restroom with me. Um, I saw them in the mirror, um, you know. Anyway, it unnerved me a little bit, but, again, not the first time I've seen shadow figures following me around or in places. So I didn't think too much about it. Um, And then I just got a really, really, really bad headache and had a bad headache that night and the next day. Um, I just had the feeling when we left there in the car, just had a really negative feeling. Um, And then you had called even and said, save your card, cleanse your car. You felt like something was with us. And you didn't even, you didn't even know about the shadow figure at Sega Shake yet. Like we hadn't talked about any of that yet. Um, But then, so. Okay. uh, I'm going to tell something really funny. Remember I called you, I was in the bathtub. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I've got marks on my back. Sabrina, I'm going to send you pictures of my naked body (laughs) because I had all these marks on me. (laughs) And you, like, talked me out of believing that I was scratched, but I knew I was scratched. (laughs) We're sisters, girl. We're sisters. (laughs) Nobody else knows that but us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nice boob, Erica. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Well. Uh, okay. So uh, you saw shadow figures. I got home and cleansed my car and everything. And but all that night, I had really, really bad dreams and restless sleep. Um, I don't. There are a lot of the dreams that I don't remember. I just woke up knowing that it was bad. Uh, there were a lot of. It was part of the dream was in the woods with shadow people, very similar to the same to what Erica, what you they dream too. Like people chasing me, men being chased, um, just dark feelings, and um, I i don't know. It, it really stuck with me. I had a really hard time sleeping. Um, thankfully, Glenn was able to uh, give me a Reiki treatment, distance Reiki treatment, and I was able to get back to sleep. But I, I re-saged everything the next day in my whole house. Yeah. Well, Brian, share what happened, what what you experienced. Yeah, um, same thing for me was um, dream, and uh, it was directly coming from that dark voice that I mentioned earlier in the um, voice uh, death box section of the picnic table. Um, he kind of hit one of my fears um, that kind of happened in my life and made the dream so real that um, it, I mean, it terrified me in my sleep and I normally don't uh, have that bad of dreams because of all the stuff that we do everything seems normal nowadays for us um, but what I was afraid of was what that guy or that that dark entity knelt on I mean and so and I think he was doing that to everybody else um, some type of fear some type of emotion some type of um, 
physical touch, um, those kind of things. And that's how, and that's, that's how, and that's why we take this stuff so serious. And we encourage us not to go out randomly do this unless you're with us an experienced investigator or with a team. You never come to do this alone because these things can and will interact with you in ways that you really don't want to know about. So, um, well, I'm sure there are some inquiring minds out there, Brian, that wants to ask this question. But um, did you um, have any like um, like bad dreams or anything like that? Were you seeing anybody chase you? I was going to say something totally different, but then I changed my mind. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I'm sure you can oh, imagine my. it probably was something not appropriate. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. All right, we are missing Miriam. Um, she was also on. Uh, she's on the team, and she was located at that location. And I don't recall her having any major issues. Um, and Reebok, I know you had some things go on too. Tell us a little bit about that too. Yeah, it was like literally the the night with the first night we were there, and we did everything at the chimney. And that night, I came home, sat there and relaxed, chilled out a little bit. Decided it was okay. It's time to go to bed. Uh, I was asleep for maybe two hours, and I woke up at three o'clock. With it, literally felt like somebody had taken a baseball bat to my back. I could not breathe. Uh, I thought I was literally having either uh, kidney stones, or my back is all messed up, or real bad nerve issues. Um, I kind of played it off as having a you know bad back. Uh, then it happened again the next night, and then again the next night, and then again the next night, and then after the, the about the fourth night, the the fifth night, I didn't nothing extra, nothing extra happened. It quit hurting, and all of a sudden my wife starts waking up at three o'clock, sitting there having bad nightmares, bad dreams. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, you know, you tend to have bad dreams every night. But it is probably an attachment of some sort that went from, found out it couldn't really affect me that much, so it went to her. Yeah. My husband actually had some bad dreams, too, that night, and that's why um, we end up doing some major frankincense and murrin and cleansing the whole house. Um and I didn't really, I just kind of woke him up in the dream, um, but I didn't really tell him what was going on but I'm, or ask him what he was dreaming. But I had a feeling that, you know, it was something similar. So, again, these spirits are real, guys. I, I love Valerie said the paranormal is real. <laughs> you know, these things are real. And, um, you know, we unfortunately did have some bad experiences with this particular energy. Um, but we're going to let you uh, talk with Valerie because Valerie um, on the team, our crime expert, end up having the worst of all of our experiences. Valerie, tell us what happened to you. Uh, so um, got home, didn't have any bad dreams or anything, but I woke up at 4 a.m. just to use the bathroom and I stepped out of my bedroom into the hallway, and I stepped in something wet. I have a pet. I thought maybe, I don't know, he dragged his bowl or something. And I took another step, and my foot was like soap. And I went, 
What the heck? Uh, flipped on the light, and water was everywhere. Down the hall, underneath the stairs, in that little storage area, in the bathroom, um, in the kitchen, running out onto my porch. It had actually uh, traveled through the downstairs little storage area under the stairs onto the front porch and was flowing out. Um, I was trying to stop it, but it just kept coming. Um, at one point, trying to wrestle the water and getting stuff down to soak it up, I swear to you I was yanked and I fell flat on my freaking ceramic tile <laughs> and... When I went upstairs to um, look at myself in the mirror, I actually had a bruise on my arm, and it kind of looked like where someone had someone's thumb maybe had grabbed me, and that's why I fell. And uh, at that point, I think I just kind of got really upset, and I screamed at it to get out of my house and to leave me alone because you are not going to push me down in my own home. Um, Fought it for hours. Plumber finally got here. Turns out the hot water pipe somewhere behind the refrigerator burst overnight. I had damage to my, oh, let's see here. Let's count this down. Damage to my living room. Damage to the kitchen. Damage to the hallway damage to the master bathroom, uh, damage to the master bathroom wall beside the door that leads into the master bedroom. Um, They ripped off all the baseboards, cut off about half of my wall to repair everything. Um, It was underneath the house, so of course they had to Drill through the tile all the all the way to the red dirt um, to fix that. I had water coming up through the AC reservoir. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. The it bottom step leading to the upstairs. Yeah, Erica actually came over that next day to bring yeah. me some, you know, home house cleaning flies, you know, frankincense and lemongrass and everything and. Yeah, she thought it, it was bad. <laughs> it, it, it was bad. Very I mean, bad. it was like, you know, like she told us, there was red dirt coming up from the ground on her towel, and it almost looked like blood. Um, you know, and the, and the sad funny, thing about it, go ahead. What's funny, is speaking of the red dirt coming up through there, that was the first thing I thought of, that it looked like blood. And at one particular point, Everywhere else on the floor that I stepped in the water was cold, and just that one spot was hot. Of course, it was because the hot water burst, but I didn't realize that at the time. And all I could think was Satan himself was coming up through my freaking floor. And Shoot. Lord got here. <laughs> got here. And, you know, he, he doesn't, I, you know, didn't know that I was on a paranormal team, and he was like, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely that hot water pipe. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> he said, yeah. I said, okay. The power I said, of oh, pipe compels you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, thank God. And he gave me this strange look like, what is wrong with this woman? 
where we can, uh, if you've got a haunted location, that being a home, um, we're not necessarily looking for like your grandma and your granddad, um, you know, visiting you. We are looking for some scary stuff that we can make some fabulous movies about. So if you've got a location, um, you know, someplace near that you know is haunted, that welcome us to make a um, a show then definitely hit us up at secondsightparanormal.com or hit Richard up or Brian. Brian is our mobile um, member, so he can also shout out and tell us about what we're looking for. Um, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, definitely. Um, several all over the southeast. Um, and one thing to keep in mind in terms of our, our team coming out to do an investigation and doing filming and stuff is we're a bit about size. So um, we will need room to move around. Um, to investigate properly and everything like that. So it's not a it's not a fact of us coming out and then having a whole bunch of fans stand by and watching stuff. It's it's right there to do a job, um, and it just will have to get known. But we would love to come out to your place, send us a message on our Facebook page, and let our manager take care of it um, and get back with you, or at least one of the team members can keep with you on it. Um, but we're really excited about um, doing some traveling and seeing some really exciting places. Don't be afraid to think that we will think you're crazy because trust us, after all the stuff that we've seen, you cannot say anything that we would ever think that you're crazy. So we're there to support you. So please just uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my favorite place is Waverly, and I, I think that most of us agree that, I mean, we like scary. We just don't want no evil. <laughs> but we'll deal with it. Okay, so Gulf Coast. CultureFest.com is the website to go to to get information about that. Now, let me talk to my case manager. Don, um, when someone contacts the team, they go to you, and you basically talk to them. Um, give me a little info about that, and then we'll close out with you. Or maybe uh, we won't. Well, basically, I... I will talk to them, and they will tell me what's going on at the location, um, why they think we need to come out and investigate, and why it would be good to be filmed, and... Um, then I would get with Erica, and we would probably send a few people out there to do, you know, to investigate the location, you know, just to do a walk through the location to see um, if we need to do it or not. So it just we just kind of start off with a phone call and go over, you know, ask a bunch of questions, find out what's going on at the at the location. Okay, and we also provide services of house cleansing. Sabrina and a lot of the team members will come out and cleanse your space. Um, your location or business, check out secondsightparanormal.com for more information about that. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. All right. We're going and and we cut. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.